This is episode 17 of I Love This Album. I'm going to get right to it. Today, as you can see, I'm going to talk about Jane's Addiction. Nothing shocking. Man, I love this album. This was a huge album for me. This uh, this album came out in uh, in 1988. That was it. And at the time that it came out, I or maybe shortly after, a little bit after for me, that was when music was changing. And uh, Nothing Shocking was one of those, one of the early albums uh, along with I would say Soundgarden, Louder Than Love, The Real Thing by Faith No More. Um, uh, maybe those two anyway, that, that kind of changed the, the way that I saw music because it, it, they kind of showed me that uh, music could still be heavy, but it wasn't metal. But it was still really good because Jane's Addiction, and here it is. Nothing shocking. They... Definitely were not metal. Soundgarden was metal, but still different. Uh, Faith No More was not metal, but still heavy. Uh, so th- they showed me that music, it didn't have to be Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, Motorhead. I love all those bands, as you can tell by the videos that I've done. Uh, but Jane's Addiction was something new. And my, my story with Jane's Addiction, I remember this pretty well. I never did see them live. Um, they weren't around too long. I only, as far as I remember, had one opportunity to see them live. They played in Lollapalooza. They, you know, Perry Farrell obviously created Lollapalooza. They played in the first Lollapalooza in Toronto in 1990 or 91. And, uh, with like a bunch of bands I didn't care about. And still don't, I think. Ice-T, I think her body count played on that. Uh, but I, I did see Porno for Pyros in 93, who was excellent. And the, the first Porno for Pyros albums is, album is, I would say as good as this or as anything, as good as anything Jane's Addiction ever did. But I never did see them live. Uh, but where I, where I heard about Jane's Addiction, I'm not sure if I had heard the name before. I was at a concert in, um, in Toronto. I remember it was at the CNE Grandstand, but I can't remember what concert it was. It was, I, it was in the summer, obviously. That was an outdoor venue. It was, it was, must have been 89, could have been 90, I don't know, but, uh, 
I guess it was 89. And, you know, they played the music over the PA between the bands, right? Or before the show and things like that. And um, I heard this bass come on. And I thought it was, uh, that was, that was really bad. My throat is not all that it should be today. And um, I, I thought it was uh, Hang Tough by Tesla. And then when it came in, it wasn't, it wasn't Tesla, but it had the exact, the bass was almost, and I still think it is almost, you know, note for note, like, uh, like Hang Tough by Tesla. And this was, this was in 89 or 90. This was before Shazam, before cell phones, before anything. Now, so then if you know, if you wanted to know what a song was, you're out of luck unless somebody knew. And I guess somebody did know. Somebody, I can't remember what concert it was. I can't remember who I was with, but somebody told me, ah, oh, this is a band called Jane's Action. This, this is called, uh, the Mountain Song. Or Mountain Song. Is it the Mountain Song? Mountain Song. And I thought, ah, oh. and then I heard the song. I thought, that's a, in addition to sounding like Tesla, who I liked at that time. Um, I thought, ah, oh, that, that's, it's just a good song. And so I, I ended up buying this, nothing shocking. And then later I ended up buying, going back and buying their first album. This is their second one. Their first album was live. Um, and then, so this is their first studio album. And then I loved it. So th this was a, ah, I don't want to say monumental, but this is a big album. This, this really changed the way I look. If you see the way that Jane's Addiction looked, you know, I was listening to at the time to Guns N' Roses and Metallica and Slayer and, uh, you know, bands that I listened to didn't look like this. And to me, these guys look more like... There's another band I'm going to talk about in this series. I love this album. Who maybe also at this point kind of look like this. And I came around to them later. This, you know, they maybe look like U2 or... Uh, I don't know, The Cure or something like that. They didn't look like a band that I would listen to. If I had seen this picture, if I had seen them before, maybe I, I would have been turned off. But so that, that was my addiction to... Not my addiction, my introduction to Jane's addiction. Uh, so, so, uh, going through this, and also I guess they were, I guess the term alternative had been around for a few years. I don't know if maybe Jane's addiction people called them alternative or alternative metal, because, uh, like I said, they, they weren't metal, but they were definitely heavy. And they weren't alternative like REM, or, I don't know who else was like that. So anyway, going through this uh, track by track, the first song on the beach is just uh, an instrumental, a little bit of a an introduction song. Um, I've talked before about instrumentals. I'm, I mean, I would like to have lyrics in a song if I have my choice, but I, I would say as far as instrumentals goes, up the up the beach is fantastic. Great bass intro to that. This album has a lot of good bass. I mentioned Mountain Song and Up the Beach both had great intros, and uh, Pigs in Zen, the last song, had. All had great bass intros and, and just through the whole album. Um, and then Ocean Size, which I wish I was Ocean Size. Wish I was Ocean Size. They cannot, they cannot move you, man. No one tries. Um, Perry Farrell was, and, and Jane Section had this kind of crazy, wild, chaotic energy. Perry Farrell's voice was, he, he sounded, uh, Desperate, he, he sounded like a guy who needed help. He, he just seemed, he was just uh, wailing. He, he was just, you know, screaming. Amazing voice, and the music was also chaotic, especially in uh, one of these other songs that I'll talk about in a few seconds. Uh, but yeah, Ocean Size uh, is fantastic. Had a Dad. That's kind of, a, there was this one and another one, um, kind of like fun songs. 
I had a dad. He was big and strong. I turned around and found my daddy gone. He was the man. He was the one shoe who showed me what I am today. It's up. To, uh, I had a dad, big and strong. I turned around and I found my daddy gone. He was the one made me what I am today. It's up to it's up to me now. My daddy has gone away. Let's rock. Very fun song, energetic, fantastic. Um, Ted just admitted that's that's the one I mentioned earlier. That's a very serious, creepy song. It's about Ted uh, Ted Bundy. Of course, Ted Bundy was in the news at this time. This is the the, the era of the serial killer, uh, Ted Bundy and um, Ramirez and uh, John Wayne Gacy and. Uh, and all these, you know, the, the Bunyans wrote a song, my, one of my favorite bands from Mexico City, the Bunyans, wrote a song a few years ago called uh, West Summerdale Avenue. It was about John Wayne Gacy. Um, Jane's Addiction had Ted Just Admitted. ACDC had Night Stalker. Uh, everybody was writing songs about serial killers. This one was great. Ted Just Admitted. It had clips of Ted Bundy um, talking, I guess, in his, uh, not confession to the police, but um, his interviews with the police. Uh, very, and that, that song was also in um, Natural Born Killers, which is one of my top five, maybe even top three movies ever. And perfectly, uh, they they use that song perfectly. Ted just admitted in Natural Born Killers, and it very that had that chaotic section in the middle that fit really well in the movie. Um, and you know, the movie was all chaos and shooting. It's in the jail, the scene. I mean, and uh, the part in the song. Uh, you talk too much, just very fast, wild, out of control song. Uh, standing in the shower thinking, that's another fun one, as I said, uh, similar along the lines of Had a Dad. Doesn't sound like, but it's just kind of a fun song. Um, standing in the shower thinking about what makes a man, uh, and then the chorus is, uh, the water hits my neck and I'm pissing on myself. Standing in the shower thinking, uh, summertime rolls, another good one. That that was uh, yeah. Maybe it's just because the song title, "Summertime Rolls," but it ha- it had a, a summertime vibe to it, a little bit lighter. Not like Ted just admitted. Uh, mountain song, still that that's for sure. James Addiction's signature song, and it should be. It's I that's that's one that I never got tired of. I mentioned before I got tired of a lot of these. You know, songs that bands get known for and you hear them all the time. I never did get tired of Mountain Song. Uh, and Pearl Jam covered that some years ago with Perry Farrell singing it. I think Foo Fighters did the same thing. I think Foo Fighters also covered it with Perry Farrell singing. Um, slow, heavy, intense, great song. Idiot's Rule, another um, another fun song. Flea plays uh, Flea and uh, Angelo Moore from Fishbone play Trumpets. Uh, on that song. Jane says, what a beautiful song. A little bit, not not really ballad-esque, but a very summer, breezy, light song. Uh, the steel drums probably help with that. There's there's some steel drums. Anything with steel drums makes you think of uh, palm trees and coconuts and pina coladas and things like that. And But even forgetting about that imagery, it's just a uh, beautiful song. Jane says, I'm done with Sergio. He treats me like a rag doll. She hides the television. Said, I don't owe him nothing. But if she comes back again, tell him, wait right here for me. Oh, to try again tomorrow. I love that song. 
what's the next one? Uh, oh, thank you, boys. Ah, kind of a little bit filler. That was just a one or one and a half minute, kind of a silly, jazzy filler song. Not Nothing much to say about that one. The last one, Pigs and Zen, that could be my favorite. I, several of these songs could be my favorite. Pigs and, Pigs and Zen might be. Um, another intense one, the, the middle part, uh, with the, with the bass, and then, um, maybe my favorite Perry Farrell vocal in that song, and, the, and maybe of all their, on the album, or maybe in their whole catalog is, uh, well, they only had three albums, four, if you, they, well, what year did their fourth album came out? I thought, it, I didn't like it all, in the early 2000s, anyway. Um, the lyric in Pigs and Zen was, uh, kind of a spoken word part, yeah, so roses are red, I made up the rest. If you got some big fucking secret, then why don't you sing me something? I'm in the midst of a trauma. Leave a message. I'll call you back. Leave it by the bed. Because some people should die. That's just unconscious knowledge. Because because the bigger you get, the wider you spread, you got to depend on me. Now your vision is dead. Um, yeah, Pigs and Zen is, is probably my favorite. Um... So that's it. So I don't, I don't have too much of a history with Jane's addiction. Uh, the next one was uh, Ritual de lo Habitual, which I also loved a lot. It came out shortly after I got this. I got this, this was a year, maybe more by the time I got it. So uh, yeah, I don't have much of a uh, history with Jane's addiction, but this was a very, very important album for me. Like I said, it opened up my mind to uh, a whole different style of music. It had uh, a crazy album cover. It had everything, and I think that is why I love this album. <laughs> 